Hello and welcome to the For Parents Like You podcast. My name is Hilda Joy O'Connor and on this podcast we will be talking about all things to do with parenting. Being a parent is one of the most important roles you can ever play in the life of another human being. Let's be honest, there is nothing more fulfilling than to see our children grow up in love, compassion and empowerment. But the process of getting them to this stage can be very difficult. On this podcast, we will be discussing ways of how to equip parents like you and me to become more effective and purpose-driven. Thank you so much for joining me as we dive into today's episode. Welcome back to part two of our episode. On here, we have back with us Siobhan and Bright Kwatang, who will be talking to us about their marriage and the challenges they've had to face as a married couple and as a young growing family. I'm aware that one of your children have a health um, situation. Can you just, you know, explain to our listeners? So our son, Zachariah, he has a heart defect, which is called um, hyperplastic um, left heart syndrome, which means that he was born with essentially half a heart. So he only has one ventricle. Um, and yeah, it was, it, we, we've been on a very tough journey, um, to put it lightly. Uh, when we, when I was pregnant with Zach, we had numerous scans um, when they saw that, you know, something wasn't quite right with his heart. And one of the, the, the um, appointments I can remember is us being sat down in a room and being told um, we have three options. One of them being that um, to abort Zachariah. The second one being to have Zachariah and take him home and watch him die. And the third one being um, have him and potentially for him to have interventions that he needs. Um, so, you know, that, that was a massive, mm. yeah, that was, that was, that was massive for us. Um, and we always knew, we always knew no matter what the case, we were going to have Zachariah because we knew God had a plan. We knew, we knew, we knew, we knew. Um, yeah, God gave us the name Zachariah, oh. which means God has remembered. Wow. And that was even before. Um, we, yeah, we, we had him and we knew that God was speaking. We knew that he just wanted us to put um, our trust in him because he truly had and still has um, remembered Zachariah through his numerous heart surgeries and so forth. Um, but yeah, cutting a long story short, he was given two weeks to live at um, birth. Um, you know, they said, you know, we can have him, then they'll do all the necessary interventions. But that soon changed quite quickly after. And we had Zachariah because they found out there was another complexity that he had. And 
from that point, they pretty much gave up hope, which meant that we had to fight. We had to fight and fight um, the different medical professionals who were against um, Zachariah, Zachariah's survival. Um, so, yeah, it, it was a tough journey, um, but we had a miraculous kind of turnaround when Zachariah's um, airway that was um, a part of it was compressed, um, which we were told actually would, if it was going to open, it would take about 18 months. Um, and we would sit in these meetings and we would always declare God and we would always stand on our faith. And we said that we believe that the God that we serve will open Zachariah's airway within less time because they said actually um, it may open within 18 months but Zachariah doesn't have that time so um, we said okay it just meant it just it was just an opportunity for us to petition on his behalf for us to you know um, stand on God's word for us to trust God um, and God came through within three months no within three was it three months or within less than that day it was like within less yeah, it may have been less. Frame, yeah, yeah mm. within three months or less, Zachariah's airway had completely opened, wow. which meant that he was able to have all the interventions, or should I say, the heart surgery um, or surgeries that he needed. Um, and this month, we'll be celebrating his third birthday. Wow! So we've got a lot to be thankful for. Wow! Um, and I mean, if you see Zachariah, <laughs> you would not guess that this little boy has been through numerous heart surgeries, um, mm. has almost died um, during, during a um, particular mm. surgery. Um, he's full of life. He's got so much character. His smile is amazing. He's handsome. He, he's just, he's amazing. He's a blessing. Um, and we're grateful to God for him, you know. Oh. Yeah, you would never, ever think that he's got numerous scars, actually, um, where he's had to have life-changing surgeries. Um, yeah, he's doing, he's doing amazing. And we can only thank God for where he's at. And we know God has an amazing plan. Mm. An amazing plan. He's already been doing great stuff through Zachariah in terms of even bringing our families closer together. And, you know, um, so we know that he's here for a purpose. Um, but in saying that, that, you know, that that journey hasn't been easy and we're still on that journey with him, which, you know, excuse me, means that we have to go for hospital checkups. He's actually still due another heart surgery. Um, and according to medical professionals, his future is very uncertain, but we serve a God who is certain. We serve a God who is so trustworthy and who we can stand on. And we continue to put Zachariah's life in God's hands every single day. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, it's it's been a journey and we're still on it. But again, it's amazing having Bright um, to do this journey with because I couldn't imagine doing it with anyone else, to be honest. Mm. So, yeah. And how were you able to, 
you know, support each other and hold on to each other during this hard process of, you know, carrying your son who has a health situation and with so much, you know, health negativity from um, the doctors telling you this, giving you three options and hearing this um, words that was not edifying or helping to build your whole part. Like how are you guys able to support each other and not allow this um, situation to affect your marriage and affect your overall family dynamic? I think the foundation in which we set Hilda really was the springboard for us to really survive through all of this. Um, being our marriage, being everything. Yeah. Like, even when I just think back, you know, like when people say, oh, my, my wife is my best friend, my, my husband is my best friend. That's the Instagram version. But when you do the real, like, foundational, mm. like, this is what we do and this is who we are. Mm. When you're faced with a challenge like that, you're always on the same page. Mm. Um, God's honest truth. Uh, our son was in hospital for nine going on 10 months. We had to move up and down the UK to different hospitals to fight for different surgeries to, to take place. That's a story for another time. And all of the meetings that we had with various consultants, um, the different hospitals, um, Siobhan and I never disagreed on any point. As you can imagine, emotions are running very high. We get mm. called and pulled into meetings at any time of the day. Because at that time, um, a lot of times I cry would probably be um, in intensive care on, on, on a support machine or something like that. Very fast paced. So we had to really speak and make decisions sometimes very quickly. Because mm. um, our foundation was correct of who we were and how we moved as a team in our marriage, mm. um, it made things seamless. Mm. We always agreed, which meant that, that there was no arguments about what we wanted for Zachariah's mm. life, mm. If, you get, if you get what I mean. Um, mm. And to kind of speak a bit further, somebody might ask, oh, what do you mean about foundation? Our foundation really of faith, even from that, those kind of steps about dating Siobhan, engaging her to the time until we got married and having faith that all will be okay. We kind of took that same faith and that principle and applied it in our marriage. Mm. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Mm. So for me, being faced with a situation with a child, with a, with, with a health situation, mm. um, I just have to move in faith. Um, mm. And really be in a place I, I can't see the end result I don't know how the story ends mm. but you know what I'm trusting God in this mm. and through this um, I've got my wife who stands next to me that's my best friend like we're a, we're, we're a force to be reckoned with and that's that's just how it is and that's what really really held us um to together I'm not saying that it was all plain sailing smooth mm -mm. Um, because it did kind of put a strain on our marriage. Um, not to say that we wanted to kind of go our separate ways, but just the fact that you could imagine we was living in hospital wow. literally for almost a year. 
mm. bedside sleeping. You can just naturally just tiredness. Mm. And as you said, other children as well and mm. juggling that and being outside of London and driving up and down motorway hundreds of miles with, you know, other children trying to make that all work. Um, but that's why the foundation is, is, is so key. Wow. Your foundation, foundation. And it can't happen by default. It has to be action. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Because being in a default place is not the best. And when I mean action, like if I'm not intentional about asking how Siobhan's day is, if I'm not intentional about hugging her as many times of a day as I can, then you can just kind of slip into kind of a default place where it's like it's routine. routine redundancy. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, just applying those kind of principles allowed a challenging situation. We always get people say, how did you guys go through that? Or people that were close to us being like, no way. Like, mm. you guys got served this, mm. but yet still... Um, your standing, how do you do that? Mm. And even yeah. just to interject, you remember when we had um, that cardiologist after the meeting, mm. he pulled us over actually and he said, um, I just want to say something to the both of you. He said, I think you're amazing. Wow. And at first we didn't, we, we were a bit like, why is he saying that? Because we're just doing what makes sense to do. We're just av- being Zacharias advocates. We're oh. being, we're just doing what we feel as parents makes sense. You know, we're standing in the gap for our son. Um, we're being his mouthpiece, but maybe what we kind of um, almost evaluated or, or just made sense of is that maybe he, he, it's not something that they see all the time in terms of maybe a young couple um, here Mm -hmm. coming together and being in agreement and um, being able to even articulate ourselves well, you know? Um, Let's let's be real. Yeah, that's that's what it is. (laughs) Um, They were very surprised to see a young black married couple articulating ourselves in a way that we did in this particular situation. Wow. Um, the fact that we always kept our cool, cool, calm and collected. We conveyed a message. We always listened to what they had to say. And we almost summoned them to make sure that they're listening to what we had to say. Um, kind of led to that. And the reason why I'm, I'm very passionate about that is because that allowed a new standard to be set in their mind. I don't know what they've seen about mm. um, uh, young black people. But that's why I always try to encourage people, uh, be who you are and, and be comfortable in that because within reason. within reason, because throughout the process, you're probably changing the narrative of what some Someone people yeah, may have in their minds yeah. about a particular group of people. I only say uh, a black person because I'm black, mm-hmm. uh, but that could be for a white person or an Asian person or yeah. somebody else who may be uh media or society has kind of painted them in a negative light so it's always important to yeah set your standards because you never know you might be changing the narrative um in, in such a small way and i feel that's what we've done without even noticing that mm. or into trying to 
trying to do that intentionally if that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah no well said babe. yeah and what support did you guys receive during those difficult times moving from hospital to hospital and you know attending to Zachariah's needs as well as attending to um, your other children's needs as well as being able to you know stay married and um, connected to each other what support did you receive or did you feel that you didn't you, you did receive enough support or you didn't can you just share with us okay so within the hospital itself we probably had one I could probably push it to two consultants who we felt comfortable in talking to and felt we could trust because it got to a point where because the hospital wanted something else for Zachariah, which wasn't his survival, um, it then became a bit of a battle, um, which we didn't want, actually. We didn't want at all. We actually wanted to to work with um, the medical professionals um but unfortunately that that didn't turn out to be the case um so in terms of the hospital we didn't have that much support if i'm to be really honest with you um yeah unfortunately um however we had an an amazing support network around us um with with regards to friends and family um that was that was amazing um yeah our parents were amazing they were um such a great support to us um siblings you know friends yeah we um yeah we were truly grateful actually and so blessed to have people who we can depend on you know um yeah yeah. no absolutely i i feel so strongly about this um who you have in your support network and your friendships is so, so key. And mm. being in the most challenging season, time in my life, I'm speaking about me specifically, I realized the importance of that. Mm. This was a situation where it was quite private. Not to say that we wouldn't necessarily share it with anyone, but we, we chose that it was a, it was very, very sensitive and, and quite heavy for us. Hence why um, the approach even to put this in the media and all that, we, we kind of pushed back and said, no, we don't, we don't want this. Mm-hmm. Um, but the support that we received, Hilda, seriously, um, and first I really want to give credit to our parents because they really did stand in the gap to support mm-hmm. with um, the older children where and when that, that was um, needed. Mm. Um, I, I really, I really, really want to give a massive. That we'll probably never hear this. Maybe I should forward you that podcast and teach them how to listen to it. But um, I want to give a massive shout out to um, my my wife's parents mm, who really um, stood in the gap, and also my, yeah, 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 and and also my parents that uh, they don't necessarily live here, uh, but they came and flew over to make sure. Um, that they were supporting mm-hmm. um, and a support network of my friends um, I don't have any biological brothers 
but I have friends that I can truly call call brothers. Mm-hmm. And in the biggest challenge of my life, I can confidently say I almost received the biggest blessing. Mm-hmm. Um, I had friends turn around and say to me, "Look, if you want to like take time off work, however long it might be, don't worry, we've got you." the mortgage and everything else and the kids looking after, we're going to step in. Mm. And I was truly blown away by that. These are friends like on a normal day, they won't even buy me a birthday cake. And now all of a sudden they're telling me that they will cover all of those just to make sure that I was okay. Mm. And it wasn't a payback thing. Mm. And that was very hard for me to digest because I think sometimes as a man, you just try to, you want to just juggle everything. You just want to do everything. Um, But yeah. Just to add Mm. to that, Again, just to kind of highlight some of the amazing family and friends that we had around us. Yeah. We had, and this ain't just ain't mm. to kind of glow or, but it was just, it's just more so to highlight that God really does see our needs and he really does provide. Um, we would have friends just randomly say, what's your account details? And just throw money in. Um, to our accounts which just and it wasn't just once it wasn't just twice Mm -hmm. it was numerous times we didn't ask for it Mm -hmm. we didn't show any sign that we were desperate or anything like that but we just had friends Mm -hmm. who would just ask what's your account details and just throw money in and um yeah it was just mind-blowing actually it was mind-blowing um and sometimes it just happened to come at the right time um so yeah yeah, yeah. That's, that's why yeah the yes. support network was very important even down to food even christmas yeah. day when we wasn't in london and yeah. um our son was in intensive care and you know but yeah we had people that would you know literally organize for food be brought to us to make sure that even just for a few hours on, on Christmas Day that we we could have something good to eat before going back into intensive care and um yeah being in that space. Um wow. I think what I'm saying Hilda in essence is that the support network that we had really did assist to it, um it helped to ground us. Yeah. It helped to ground us and it really yeah. helped to carry us through. Definitely. And that and that's the practical aspect. You know, when you get into these situations, everyone said, oh, yeah, yeah, it was God, it was God. Yes, mm. all praises to God. But there's also a practical aspect mm. sometimes where I feel mm-hmm. when people need to act. Um, and, yeah, pe- people did. And that really spoke volumes mm. to me. Mm. So it, that, that kind of changed my ideology of what life is. Mm. You know, you can, we kind of wait till an occasion happens to kind of bless someone. but actually. Why don't you just do it? Do it do just it. because yeah. nothing behind it. Mm. Yeah. It's just the action and you see a need. Mm. You just do. Mm. And that's just how you live life. Mm. Um, I think even just mm. going back to what you were saying earlier in terms of how important it is to have like a support network. Definitely. You know, mm. um, and some people might kind of sing the tune of, you know, I can do this all by myself. But actually, no, mm. you can't, you can't. Um, it's so vital. It doesn't have to be hundreds of people around you, but even if it's like a core few yeah. um, that you can, you know, just do life with, 
um, it matters and it's so important. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I always say it like this, that your support network is almost like how scaffolding is to a building. You know, when they're putting up all these lovely buildings, majority of the time they need scaffolding to navigate, to get the building up. Once the building is up, the scaffolding goes. Mm-hmm. And I always say this, there's some people that are going to come into your life for a reason, a season or a lifetime, but whatever capacity that might look like, they are going to be your support network in some way, shape or form, Mm. but you will never necessarily see them. That's like with Siobhan and I, I always, people think and look into us and like, wow, like you guys, oh wow, the building. Wow. You guys always smiling. You guys always see life in the party or however way always people say, oh, bright Siobhan, bright Siobhan. But they don't realize that there's been scaffolding in different areas of our life in the most difficult time of our life. When I I felt like I just could not manage with this, Mm. there was scaffolding there. Mm. I had my, 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 my friends that I call brothers that were around me. Mm. I even had men and women, particularly more men who I'm not even necessarily close to Mm. asking to send money into my account. Pride would have told me to reject that. But then I realized that actually that's the support network in which God has kind of allowed that framework Mm. to be from a practical aspect. Um, Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, the scaffolding, people don't necessarily see the scaffolding. They don't necessarily see the support network around us, but we are held up by by giants. And I I always like to give people credit where credit is due because um, it's not just about us. No. Yeah. Um, and the story about Zachariah is not just about no. for us. That's um, it's not for us, and it hasn't, yeah. and it hasn't been about us. Yeah, so, yeah. It's it's actually been about what God's been doing through us mm. and what He continues to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you were speaking, um, it reminded me about um, Jesus that. In his ministry, he also needed people. He needed mm. his disciples in order to be able to fully fulfill what God had called him to do. And it's the same thing as in, in, in our marriage and in our family dynamic. We need support and uh, mm. we need to thrive. But in order to thrive, um, we also need to seek support where in areas that we need help in and it's okay to ask for help and it's okay to receive that help so Mm -hmm. thank you so much for sharing what advice would you give as parents to someone who may be in the same situation or have been in the same situation as you with regards to family dynamic and health challenges with um, a child the first thing that I'd say is um, defining what your normal looks like. Never comparing your situation to somebody else and finding a way of being comfortable uh, with the dish that you've been served, so to speak. Um, because that's one of the things which I think I initially found a little bit difficult. In my head, I thought that oh gosh, like, how can, uh, like, one of my children's got, a, that, that doesn't make sense. This, this do, it doesn't work like that. That's not the normal 
way of how things work or family structure works. Mm. And that automatically starts to put a pressure on you. Mm. But then when you start to embrace your situation and having a faith that it's not always going to remain the same Mm. and starting to look at it differently, that this is your normal, Mm. it begins to take away some of the pressures and anxiety that you may feel on a day-to-day. It doesn't necessarily mean you're ignoring the realities, but at the same time, you're choosing every day to have a positive outlook on it, Mm. hoping for the best. Mm. Um, And again, I'll just revert back to that's where faith comes in and not like kind of wishy-washy, like, oh, I kind of hope for, like, you know, that kind of hope, which is rest assured. And yeah, Mm -hmm. just moving that, moving that in strength. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Mm. Yeah, I can agree more, really. Um, I think, again, having Bright as my support um, made things a lot easier. You know, I always say, wow, imagine if I was a single parent or, you know, I'm sure there have been single parents who may have been in similar situations where they didn't have that fight within them because it just felt really tough. Um, and I would never, ever knock a single parent or, you know, someone within that that type of situation who may not have fought for their child um, because it just felt so hard. But I guess... What I would say is if you do have that fight and if you do believe that um, there is hope and if you do believe that um, the decision which um, the medical professionals are almost um, saying over your child isn't correct and you truly do have a faith, then I would say stand as best you can um, because you know, as as people, whether you be a medical professional or not, we don't always get it right. And, um, yeah, I would just say if you have that faith within you, you have that fight within you to stand. Um, yeah, especially when it's a minor who you are fighting and advocating for. So they don't have the words to say, mommy, daddy, fight for me. I'm trying to hang on in here. You've just got to really, um, you've just got to really, I guess, discern and also, yeah, just just be able to understand that actually if your child isn't giving up, then why should you? That's right. If your child is not giving up, why should you? Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's deep. It's deep. How would you want your children to remember you? I'd want them to remember me by mummy who is strong, is a fighter, um, who didn't allow any hurdle to kind of get in the way of her reaching or achieving. Um, what she felt called to do. Um, um, 
also a mama who is real, <laughs> um, who's, who wasn't scared or who isn't scared to show her emotions. Um, yeah. And, and a mum who had so much faith. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's how I would yeah. remember me. Uh, for me, I want my children to remember me as a, a man of integrity, um, or father, uh, a man who really loved his wife. Mm. Um, always challenged the status quo and really had an unshakable faith. Um, and it wasn't just by words, but also indeed in action mm. because I feel that will set the stage for them to also continue to have a faith that as Siobhan just mentioned, there's no obstacle which will come before them that they cannot overcome. Um, yeah, I just, yeah, that daddy was a, he was a doer. He was a, mm. didn't take no for an answer, mm. um, but moved with such integrity, compassion, mm. loved those around him so deeply. Mm. And um, yeah, that's, that's, that's how I want to be remembered by my children. I, one, one thing that always gets me is that it's not what you leave for your children. It's what you leave in them. Mm. So the qualities, the characters, was the world and how I've grown up, um, which I don't knock, which I think is good. But I think there's a wider focus is that focus on what you can leave for them, the financial gains, working hard, the houses, the, the land, mm. all those kind of things. Those are great. But imagine if my children uh, get all of those things, but who are they as individuals? Yeah. Because I've seen people have all of these things. And they're lost. And they're lost. The character yeah. cannot hold it. They have no it. basis, no character. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Um, and a good character is better than riches. Yes. So I'll put it that way. So it's, it's, mm. my, it's, 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 it's my duty to kind of show them that. Mm. It's not all about working, hard work, finances. Those things are good. I'm not knocking that because mm. that's what I stand for. But let me also show them the more important side, the character building, which mm. is the faith aspect of showing love towards a stranger, not taking no for an answer, being present within the home, making decisions with my wife. No one saying one thing and the other saying that unity. Um, those things supersede um, what the world may portray to say, focus on what you're going to leave for your children. Mm. It's good, but it's not everything. Um, mm. And I've, I've had to learn that because I was very much started off. You just, uh, what, can, what can you leave them? Like, okay, what financial the assets? Mm. But actually we kind of lost track here. I'd rather focus on all of those things because I know that minute thing of, all those assets is going to be added. Yeah. It's that, that beautiful scripture in the Bible that talks about seek first the kingdom of God mm. and everything else shall be added onto you. Mm -hmm. Never really said, I 
think that when you did it in that order, mm-hmm. everything will fall into place. But mm. I'm going to be real because it's not tangible. I mean, how do I, how can I just see the kingdom and all these things be added now? And let me, let me get the assets. Let me get all of these things. And then maybe I can try to fit God and all the other things, but it doesn't necessarily work that way. Mm. Um, which mm. is the hard truth. Yeah. Thank you so much, um, Bright and Siobhan. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. I think this is so great what you're doing. It's amazing. And uh, really respect you and also your husband massively. Yeah. You know that he knows that. And uh, really appreciate you guys. And Mm. thank you for even thinking of us to to do do this. Um, Thank you so much. How can people um, connect with you and find you? I am on Instagram. Um, go by BOK Motivate. You can connect with me there. Um, people can follow what I do. I'm a motivational speaker. Um, and I, I speak on purpose and identity and the gift that you're going to give back to this world and how you're going to try and navigate that. Yeah, I, I put up um, content up there and I do sort of a weekly Monday morning motivation kind of offering these kind of tips around and sort of purpose and all that kind of good stuff. So yeah, mm-hmm. people can connect me in there. That's my main platform. Okay. Yeah. And the moment you connect with BOK Motivate, you connect you connect with me. So there you go. There you have it. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> this has been amazing. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for listening. I hope that you were encouraged. Please do share this with your friends or family and do come back for next week's episode. Bye for now.